This is A Word of Power, a Bible-centered podcast brought to you by Faith, Hope, and Love Church in Dallas, Texas. And now, your host, Pastor Sergio Sandoval. God bless you. God bless you. This is Pastor Sergio, Sergio Sandoval from uh, Iglesia, from uh, Faith, Hope, Love Church. Faith, Hope, Love Church here in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Metroplex. Aquí en el Metroplex de Dallas. Uh, and I hope that if you're ever out here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area that you look us up, Faith, Hope, Love Church. Right now we're meeting in different houses, uh, but if you just follow us on Facebook, hallelujah, or follow me, my page as well, Sergio Sandoval, uh, out here from Dallas, uh, you can find out where we're meeting every Sunday so you can be a part of what God is doing. And let me tell you, God is doing great, great things, man. He really, really is. God is doing great, great things. Now we're talking about uh, the end of the world, the end of the world, el fin del mundo, a topic, as I've said before, is not very uh, talked about much anymore. When I first got saved back in 72, uh, in the 70s and in throughout the 80s, the topic of Jesus coming again, uh, the topic of the end of the world, the end of all things, uh, uh, that was pretty popular. I mean, that's all you heard about. I mean, that was preached on. You you could find volumes and volumes of books on that. Uh, movies even. Uh, remember uh, Left Behind, a uh, song, Christian artists. Uh, they would record numerous amounts of songs, Maranatha, uh, Maranatha, different songs about the coming of Christ, about the end of the world. Uh, and But now, you know, it's not really a topic that's much spoken about. It, it's rare to hear about it. It's rare for people to discuss it or to have studies about it as well. Uh, and I think uh, we need to always remember something. Uh, it is a huge, huge, monumental truth in the New Testament and throughout the whole Word of God that the end of the world will come. It's a fact. It's a biblical fact okay it's not something i opine it's not an opinion it's not uh no it's a biblical fact uh and we went into that in our previous introduction about the end of the world and what we're going to go into now uh we're going to shift it to talking about signs because we ended up in our introduction about how nobody knows. We read the scripture where Jesus said, nobody knows the day, the, the, the hour, mm -mm, the minute. Nobody, there's no such thing as predicting. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, 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 even Jesus himself does not know. He said, neither I know. Only the Father knows. That's right. Only the Father knows. So, uh... Uh, nobody knows the time or, or the date or the hour, but we can, but he did go into something in Matthew 24. In Matthew 24, uh, he did talk about uh, signs. He talked about some of the things that will be going on, the, uh, about some of the things that will be happening right before the coming of the Lord. Matthew chapter 24, verse 32 and 33, Matthew 24, verses 32 and 33. Uh, also with me is always going to be Pastor Peter, our pastor God here. bless everyone. Uh, do you have that scripture there, brother? So it's 24, 32, and 33. 
verses 32 and 33. Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. Yeah. When her branch is tender and the leaves begin to sprout, you know the summer is almost here. Just so when you see all these things beginning to happen, you can know that my return is near, even at the doors. Even at the door. Hay alguien en la puerta! What is it that you hear? Hay alguien en la puerta! Anyway, when you see these signs, Jesus said, you're going to know that somebody's at the door. And I'll tell you who that somebody's going to be. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, coming again. He's coming again. He did not leave without emphasizing and promising, I will come again. And I mentioned before, the Bible, the Holy Spirit chose to close the Bible with the words, Maranatha, amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Ben, Señor Jesús. So what we're talking about uh, right here in the scripture that Pastor Peter wrote, uh, read, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Jesus is talking about signs. Some of the things that, are, that will point the way. They'll point the way. They'll give you an idea that it's near. It's near. It's near. Uh, and then he went on to discuss some of these signs. Uh, he went on to talk about some of these signs. And I'm going to give you three of them right now, real quickly. In fact, we're going to go over six. There's six basic signs Jesus Christ pointed to that will show us that his coming and the end is near. The first one is false teachings all right false teachings F false teachers false teachers as well and false teachings absolutely yeah absolutely matthew 24 let me read you that one matthew 24 uh verses uh four five and eleven and jesus answered and said to them take heed that nobody deceive you for many shall come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and shall deceive many. Look at verse 11. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Mm. Well, well, Pastor, right away, when you start talking about false teachings and fa false teachers, right away, I can, already, I can already see the inbox message. Well, Pastor, who are you talking about? Name me some names. I want to know the name. I want to know the names of some false teachers nowadays. Well, I got to tell you right now, Pastor, let me just share with you that I can't mention by name anybody, right. anybody's ministry. Right. I, I'm, not, I'm, we're not, I'm not necessarily as a Christian here to, you know, point out, well, that pastor right there is false. This guy... And there, there are people who... Funny you should say that, uh, brother, because, uh, mijo, because uh, just the other day, my wife and I were watching a video on YouTube of this couple, a Christian couple, and I could tell by the way they were, a lot of things they were saying, they're pretty sound in their doctrine, but, but they got into bashing other preachers. Yeah. Uh, they got into bashing and smashing and uh, even calling them dangerous. I'm not talking about some pretty prominent pastors and preachers that we hear on the radio, see on the television. They bring up, call them out by name, and they say, that brother's dangerous. That brother's of the devil. He's of sin. Uh, uh, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my Lord. That, that's, that's, that's going a little bit too far right there, I think, Pastor, just because of one simple point. And let me just share it to you. Okay. I, I can't mention this pastor or this guy because you know why? Because no one puts their own name on that list. No. 
Like no, it's no, not like don't. you're going to be, oh, I'm a false teacher. No, no, yeah, nobody's no. going to do that. No, no, no. But everybody's ready to point out this other yeah. dude. No one's going to point it out because false teachers. Now they do exist. Yeah, they are. There out is there, false right? teaching. There are things that are, you know, that are that are being said out there and taught out there that is way offline. Way. And, and how do you judge these things by the Word of God? The Bible, the New Testament doctrine, New Testament doctrine. Hallelujah. And there are, Jesus did say there's going to be, if you look up real quick for me, 2 Timothy chapter 4, 2 Timothy chapter 4, and we're going to read uh, verses 3 and 4. I mean, it, the Bible does say that, that uh, there's going to be people teaching things out there. And because people are hungry to hear People are hungry to hear these teachings. They're going to swallow it hook, line, and sinker. It says, for there is going to come a time when people won't listen to the truth, but will go around looking for teachers who will tell, uh, who will tell them just what they want to hear. They won't listen to what the Bible says, but will blithely follow their own misguided ideas. Yeah, yeah, itchy ears. Paul calls it, they're going to have, the, the people will have itchy ears. They want to hear new things. They want to hear new fancy things, new revelations, new revelations, you know. Uh, there's a lot of people out there saying that God told me, God told me, God told me, God told me. Well, I don't know about all that. I just know that what I can read in the scripture, everything that people teach you has to be confirmed, has to be backed up by the word of God. The fact is, one of the signs that Jesus is near is that there's going to be a flood, a flood of false prophets, of false prophets, false teachers, people that, men and women, you know, self-proclaimers, you know, self-proclaimers uh, that will be putting out there a lot of fandangle new ideas, promising you this and promising you that, bringing down the moon and the stars, filling your pocket with money. Hello, filling your pockets well, with money. Right there, Pastor, there's a 1 Timothy 6, <coughs> chapter 6, verses 3 to 5. It says, some may deny these things, but they are the sound, wholesome teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ and are the foundation for a godly life. Mm. Anyone who says anything different is both proud and stupid. He is quibbling over the meaning of Christ's <coughs> words and stirring up arguments, ending in jealousies or like, like controversies yep. Yep. And, and angry, which only lead to name-calling accusations and evil suspicions. Verse 5, these arguers... Mm. or false teachers that, that he's writing about, their minds warped by sin don't know how to tell the truth. To them, the good news is just a means of making money. Keep away from them. That's the word of God. Ooh. Yep. That's the word of God. Yep. Keep away from them. Just keep away from that. And, and of course, the best way, the, your best line of defense against false teaching is know the word of God. I can't stress that enough. That is your best line of defense. Know the word of God. If you don't know the word of God, you're defenseless. How are you going to protect yourself against the false teaching? Because a lot of this stuff sounds good. Sounds great, right? A lot of this, you know, pie in the sky gospel sounds wonderful. But, you know, 
You've got to know the Word of God. Well, it's just like you said in episode two. If, 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 if the listeners, if you guys want to go back to episode two, Pastor said, keep it in line when we're talking about end yeah. times. Keep it in line with the New Testament. But more than that, you said, and I'll even go further, keep it in line with the teachings of, of Jesus, Jesus yeah, Christ. Jesus Christ. We are followers of Jesus Christ. So false teachers, false teachings will be prevalent, prevalent. I mean, the gospel, like in Galatians, like Paul says, the gospel will be watered down, diluted, diluted to a point to where it's not even the gospel anymore. Jesus says, when this gospel is preached, because there's many gospels, and a lot of them are not the true gospel of Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Let me just take you back to false teachers real okay. fast. Because, That's not a problem. It, because in, in that in that First Timothy uh, six thirty five that we just read, it pretty much gives us. Let me see what you could t- what you could share with us about this. It just, it pretty much gave us like a criteria that that these false teachers have, and, and and it mentioned one that they are not in line with the words of Jesus Christ. No, they're not. Um, a- another thing is that it's it's not in accord or it's not in online with with godliness, right? Or or with wholesome Christian living. Right. So, and another one could be, um, ah, it not only, it not only stands against it, but it comes, these false teachers will come against wholesome living, will come against godliness. And then what, what will happen is it also gave us a description of what that will turn into. You know, it's going to turn into a church or a people full of envy, full of dissension, full of evil suspicion, full, full of, a. For constant bickering, yeah. and that sounds like a house of Satan. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. what w- w- what can you share with us about these false teachers when they don't want to be in accordance with godliness? What's the Bible talking about there? Uh, I think the bottom line of everything. While you were talking, my mind started racing, thinking shoot, about shoot, pastor. How many different churches there is? Oh my God! There's areas in town that you could drive through. There's there's two three churches on each corner. Two, three different, all with different names, all with different beliefs, all with different. Some of them the same, basically the same, but they differ in a lot of, maybe in the way they sing or worship, or maybe in the way they preach, or maybe in what they stress, or how they baptize people. And it's just so many different kinds of, some some even, I, 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 I went by a church that I was real curious about, and uh, when I looked it up, on, I Googled on it and looked it up, it was a church promoting LGBT. Okay. Uh, 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 you know, and promoting, right. you know, uh, acceptance, and, and, uh, acceptance and loving towards everyone. Well, I mean, on the surface, that sounds great, and it is great. Yeah. It is great. It is good. It is correct. You know, as followers of Jesus Christ, we are to love everybody. Amen. We are to love and accept everyone. But uh, are we to follow all lifestyles? Uh, No, you just finished reading about the godliness. You just started reading about, you know, the way our morality, the way we live. Uh, And I'll tell you something right now, or I'll tell you something right now. Uh, I think the bottom line is to, to be, to follow Jesus. Stick to Jesus. Stick. To Jesus, so, so because some of these false teachers that they were describing, they want to they they, they want to try to tell you how to get married, who to marry, what you need to do, how you need to be. So how do you how how can you reconcile a person trying to tell you how to live your sexual life or how to live your own personal life, and keep that in line with loving God? Hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's except, except maybe by the grace of God, you yeah. know, that we could share with each other. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. That's right. I mean, bottom line, we have to live a life that's pleasing to God. We have to live a life that, uh, that falls in line, falls in line with what the New Testament teaches should be our lives. And re- always remember, our lives are an open book. The, Paul used to teach, our lives are an open book. Uh, as I've heard it said before, the only gospel that people read, the only true Bible that people read is not the one that I'm holding in my hand. It's your life, the life you're living, the life we're living. They read, they read about God. They read about how God is and how we should be by what they see in us, what they see in us. And so, uh, anyway, uh, false teachings, false teachers, they will be prevalent. They will be everywhere. Uh, and that will be a sure shot sign, a sure shot sign that Jesus is at the door. This is A Word of Power, a Bible-centered podcast brought to you by Faith, Hope, and Love Church in Dallas, Texas.